Good morning and welcome to Filtered. It is Friday. Happy Friday, our fifth episode of the week. Filtered is a daily digital thought download on everything from leadership to wellness to management to quitting your job. I'm Megan Cassidy, MD of Love and Media Group, and I'm joined by Jamie Heaslip. Jamie, quitting, what's the first thing that comes to mind? So quitting, the word has very negative connotations actually some of the most powerful and successful people in the world are expert quitters because they've quit everything that's not getting them to that final goal and they're laser focused rather than being good at everything do you know what I mean I think you just hit it on the head though because they're laser focused Mm. and and they know they're very clear on where they want to go and sometimes we hold on to um certain beliefs or values even, um, that are limiting us in terms of our capacity to be the best version of ourselves going forward. And I think what you're saying, you make those big picture values into three maybe non-negotiables within your current position. So I think the key piece with quitting is not to ever quit because you feel like it because it's a quick fix, because you're tired, you don't like it anymore, you're not getting on with someone in the office. Those are really bad reasons to quit. Quitting can be a really powerful tool, but not if it's used as a quick fix or because you feel like it. If you can identify your non-negotiables in, let's talk about a job and quitting a job. There's loads of different uh, ways to quit, but let's talk about quitting a job. If you say, okay, my three non-negotiables in a job are, I get to be creative every day. Um, I'm financially comfortable. I don't have to worry about finance. um, And I feel respected by my boss. And when those three needs are being met, all is good. If one of those three needs isn't met, okay, now you're allowed to think about quitting. You're not allowed to think about quitting because you're a bit fed up or it's getting hard. And that's the key one, because it gets hard before you become number one. And that's something that Seth Godin talks about a lot. And uh, a book that I really, really influenced me was The Dip. Really, it's easy to start a new habit. It's easy to start running. It's easy to start a diet. It's easy to start a new job. And you've got all your new uh, stationery and you've got your hair dyed and you're really there's a novelty effect of starting something new and then you're three weeks in and the running is starting to get really hard and it's a bit like oh I'm fed up and actually I have a different priority now you know it's coming into winter I don't want to be out in the cold and we start to come up with excuses for ourselves because it's getting hard and we feel like quitting But you have to go back to those non-negotiables or what you value or what you're trying to achieve here and say, is it worth this really hard part for what I'm going to get at the end? If not, okay, maybe quit and focus on something else, but don't quit without a real tangible reason or something else that you're going to redirect your energy towards. That's how you- Yeah, but don't quit quit just because it's hard and don't quit because you just like someone's giving you bad feedback and it makes doesn't make you feel great like i i think you can't you're not going to be happy all the time and things aren't going to be easy all the time you're you're hoping that the trend in general kind of is going up and to the right you know but 
you know, you need a little bit, I think you need to be challenged. You need, you need a, a certain element of struggle. Yes, look, there's extremes and you should always avoid the extremes, right? Uh, you want to kind of stay somewhere in the middle of the road. Um, but quitting just because it's hard, um, I, I just don't think you're going to get anywhere. You, you, you know, you, you do need, you, you need to overcome challenges. You need to be faced with challenges. I work with some clients who have exited businesses um, or partial exit businesses, and they've done really well financially, but they still feel a bit of a a bit of a, uh, a hole there, a bit of a gap in terms of fulfillment. So even if you do, you know, get all the the nice money things, there's still a whole lot of other things that that people forget about in terms of giving you fulfillment and giving you joy. So, so what I would say is, you know, there's a real cool model called. Um, I, I, I'm going to butcher the, the, how you say it. Ikigai is I-K-I-A-G-I, I think it's called. It's Japanese phrase, which kind of is based in essence. There's like a couple of different areas of, of your life in terms of, you know, uh, what you can do and what you're good at and what you love and what the world needs and kind of where it overlaps. And in the middle is the sweet spot. But the essence is is, is that actually you'll probably get fulfillment and joy from having like more of a blend of different things um and then so when it comes to something that's challenging like a, a job or something it's just making sure that okay that it's part of that overall journey and, and this time that we've had is a good time for you to have it think about that yeah and it's about evaluating those challenges so saying this challenge is worth it because at the end I'm going to get xyz which is a non-negotiable for me which is what I'm doing this for mm. and removing the decision every day which we've talked about before remove the decision to go and you know work a 12 hour a day because it's just what you do to get to this end goal and you believe in the end goal and you know the challenge is worth it and then on the inverse what we haven't talked about is is when to quit and there are valid times where you should quit and I think that is when you start to feel maybe a trend of mediocrity or there's no challenge you've just got that low hum of feeling unfulfilled and maybe it's because, as you said, you're financially really comfortable. So you're kind of willing to push aside the fact that you don't have that job satisfaction or fulfillment and you're afraid to quit because it's financially so comfortable. Yeah, there, you, you, have you, you also and... have you have like Maslow hierarchy of needs. So as you move up those 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 needs, um, I mean, there's certain requirements that you need, you know, in, in, in terms of safety and belonging and, 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 and these sort of things. But when, when you start getting to self-actualizing a lot of the other stuff, because it's taken care of, it's not your focus. It's actually, it's how you grow. It's how you, how you, how you master your craft essentially. And the, the long answer is that like you're playing an infinite game actually and, and you're never probably going to master it um because i used to say to guys um you know the day you play a perfect game is the day you retire yeah you know like i mean you're never going to get there you, you're mm -hmm. just i just don't think you will um and you you need all these sort of challenges maybe challenges will come from a different part of your life yeah and you spoke earlier about the trajectory being to the right and up, which is obviously always a positive trajectory trajectory on any plan or improvement uh, or project. But there is also that dip that Seth Godin refers to that we all need to be aware of that you would have certainly felt in a training period um, that, you know, if you read books like maybe The Everything Store by Jeff Bezos or about Jeff Bezos, there's huge dips. There's huge like 
unsexy work we call it like yeah. you know a lot of people who want to come and work for love and think it's all about going out trying new food getting free meals being on social media vlogging the amount of unsexy work that happens behind the scenes you know that that is the key is recognizing as you said it doesn't always look like the dream picture um you don't feel huge fulfillment every day but the best the masters of the world the jeff bezos's the steve jobs they are all master quitters. They quit things that weren't getting them towards the end goal so that they were laser focused. In Steve Jobs' case, he quit his family, which is not ideal. But they literally quit whatever is not getting them there. So whether that's, and this is the annoying advice, but like maybe it is quitting alcohol for a while. Maybe it is, you know, quitting uh, your PlayStation or gaming or something that that is really pulling you away from, from the track. But as kids, we're taught, be really well-rounded, um, have loads of hobbies, have loads of interests. And it's great to be multi-passionate. But the really the most successful people in the world are able to identify exactly what they're good at. And they're good at identifying when to forget about something else. They're good at prioritizing. You know prioritizing, what I mean? like, yeah. So, I mean, essentially, like uh, look, people can be generous, they can be specialists, they can be whatever they want. Um, but I think it's, it's identifying what's important to you. Mm-hmm. And, it's all it's it's pretty it's pretty contextual in terms of like you know understanding your scenario and what your goals are but it's it's trying to distill that down and getting getting to that point and, and i i you know a big challenge when you when you sit down with people and you're coaching them is is getting them to think that far ahead about okay not necessarily like yeah you can line out achievements and, and they'll kind of change but in, in general like what's the type of person you want to be you know and, and what is the kind of ideal scenario you know what does that look like what does it feel like what are the sounds you know wh- you know who's around you at that point um what are you doing these are the important it, it's very hard for them to kind of do that you know what i mean and um, but when you sit down you and you start feeding forward and you start looking at your ideal self then then it becomes very clear about what's actually important to you and then ide- identifying where you are now and, and and where the gaps are and which one you, you know you, you don't attack it all at the one time you break it down then and then you prioritize by year or by quarter whatever which way you want to do it about how you're going to get there Yep. And I would even break that down to writing down on a page, you know, these are my non-negotiables and these are the three things that have to happen in order for me to quit. Because if you're the type of person that once a month you get offended by someone in the office and you want to quit because you're annoyed and you want to show them and you want to, you know, you're probably a spontaneous person. Um, Make sure that you write down those three things and you can only quit when those three things aren't being met. Not one of them, not two of them, all three of them, so that you know you're not making a rash decision, you're making a rational decision. Use quitting as a tool, but don't quit because you feel like it or it feels hard. That is not ever a reason to quit. Yeah, I mean, there's that old phrase, isn't there? When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Um, So, so lean into challenges. Don't run away from them. Don't run away. Okay. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you here on Monday at 7 a.m.